Welcome back. What's up? Immortal X friends. It has been it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a it's been a few weeks. Um we right. finished up our school year. We finished so up now our we school can year. record more often. Let's go. So we're very excited. Um so we uh, we've been finishing up the school year and we thought what a better way to kick off our summer series of of fun, of comic, of pop culture discussion than Riley and I are doing what all good teachers do, which is we we binge a lot of TV over break yeah um and what a better way to start than by talking about disney plus yeah the the binging machine mm-hmm. and when trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about today riley and i decided let's 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 kind of maybe do a, a state of the union yeah on disney plus um they are they are the kind of the sole i think that's it i think disney plus is kind of the sole providers on on content in regards to like the marvel star wars or some adjacent properties like that mm-hmm. So like we at have, least recently how frequent it's been. It's you know, so frequent. It's been like you know one show ends and hands the baton to something else. Whether that's you know Moon Knight ended and then Kenobi started pretty much after that. You yeah, know, Kenobi's finishing kind of, and they handed it right over to Miss Marvel. Like it's kind of been yes this for, handoff thing for a while. It was slightly off, but I remember last year you and I were like passing around this image that we found on Reddit that was like there will be some new like Marvel or Star Wars content every week this year. It ended yeah. up being off by a little bit as things mm-hmm. got shifted, but there's some gaps, but pretty much, but p- you know, pretty much most weeks of the year, there is at least some, at least new. something you can watch. Yeah. And whether that is a movie, whether that is a show, whether that's multiple shows, I think this week is the first time in a while where there has been a Marvel and a Star Wars like new show coming out at the same time. I don't think that's happened before. And it was super exciting at the time. Like yeah. to no way, like, like oh my wow, god, we're gonna, gonna miss be Marvel and Kenobi at the same time. We're gonna be eating rich, you know. But <laughs> but Riley, are we eating rich? We're here to talk about that. Are we eating rich? Or are we eating Arby's <laughs> today? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We are boom, not sponsored. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Welcome back to Immortal X Friends' first official sponsor. We wish we could. We say wish it was we could Arby's, say it was Arby's. Arby's don't hate us for that. I if Arby's wants to sponsor us. We'd I be. haven't I haven't had Arby's in many 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 years now, and I, if somebody from Arby's <laughs> is listening and wants to sponsor us, I would try it again. I I have never had Arby's. Oh wow! I've I've never had it. Oh well, we're not getting shit now. No. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, we're not. I know. <laughs> um, what would your dream sponsorship be? Hmm. Well, that depends. Do you get like free whatever? You get free whatever it is. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's how sponsorships work, but we yeah. at least get one free whatever. One free whatever. Well, once a one, month. Once a month. Once a week. Well, I was going to say something simple like Dr. Pepper because I drink it so often. But honestly, like one a month is not going to do it for one. me. <laughs> like one pallet a month. One pallet. Okay. You get a pallet a month of that's whatever sponsoring us. Um, undies. Yeah. I don't need a pallet of new underwear a month. I don't know. I um, don't know what would be good to have that often. I mean, it would be cool to like. It'd be cool to like get comics a little early. It would be cool if like Marvel was like, we love these guys chatting wow, about our stuff. These guys are so great. Wow, can't wait to hear their Disney Plus hot takes. Yeah, I'm sure they love our stuff. Yeah, especially after they hear this episode. <laughs> so. Um, sponsorships. I'd, I'd like a sandwich place to sponsor us. That'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool. Mm. We could like, we could eat a sandwich, then start our podcast, plug the sandwich, 
Are you talking like Deli Delicious or like Jimmy John's oh, or something? Man. If or like... either sponsored us, Jimmy John's or Deli Delicious, I'd be great. Mm. Maybe a nice, um, maybe a nice whiskey Ooh. or a cigar company. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I also Let's don't do think this. we could advertise that on our podcast. I think that would break some, uh, some FCC rules. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but we don't know anything about anything. If we don't you're know listening anything and you're getting this. mad at us for what we're talking about right now, we're just two dudes at a kitchen table. Two dudes at a kitchen table. We're not even our mics. We're holding our mics. Yeah. Not even the proper way. Oh I yeah, we don't have mic stands. <laughs> Who needs them? No way. Um, we might. But uh, let's get talking. Uh, so Disney Plus, uh, as we said, has been. The provider of a lot of different shows, uh, some of which Riley and I have been pretty big fans of, and others of which we have been left wanting. Uh, I think I've said this before, Riley, but it's a really interesting time, especially for Marvel TV shows, in the sense that almost every single show has been based or inspired by something that has come out like in the past ten years, mm. especially, and like that's been my main comic reading era. Yeah. So by that I mean like. WandaVision obviously inspired by Tom King's vision and House of M. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a big staple for us. So a lot of what's been happening in the Disney Plus shows have been from that that era of, yep. of this time. So it's been really cool seeing that represented, but I think that's also like I don't want to be that guy who compares like all oh, the books are so much better than the movies, but it's it's kind of hard to make to not make those comparisons right. especially with what's going on. Sure. And when you have when it's based so clearly on something yeah and that something was of such high quality i think you're gonna have a hard time not doing a comparison of like hey i read this thing and it was amazing yep and this is just not doing the same stuff yeah and it's not even uh like i want I want this Disney Plus show to be a copy and paste no. of what I read. Like, in fact, it's better when it's not because things translate better onto the like onto live action, whatever. Um, it's not a I want you to regurgitate my favorite comic series on Disney Plus. No. You know, it's it's more of just a like some of the story beats have completely changed and they're not really doing the same stuff. Um, I think those a, kinds of things. a question that I always ask, especially when it's, it's like, why did you change that? Mm. Like just not even in like a where it's like that was already made to be cinematic or like that's already just such a plot beat. Mm-hmm. Like, why was that what you chose to change? And that's the part that I think I always get confused from where it's like and, and the substitution's not always great sure. or always feels a little forced or a little contrived or, or hard to kind of feel what's going on. Um, I will say that and I know you and I have talked about this before that I definitely feel like some of the shows that were filmed during COVID, you can definitely feel, Yeah, I think in some scenes, especially whether that is in the blocking or a lot of scenes that feel like, I, I think reshoots mm-hmm. or are brought in with a different team. Um, I think Hawkeye was like a major culprit of that for me. It felt like there was kind of two separate shows that okay. were going on. Um, but I think now we're starting to enter that era where it's like, I know there's a lot of, projects that were either started in COVID or finished during COVID. We're kind of entering the next, honestly, I'd say like phase three kind of of Disney plus. Mm. Um, and so I think that's, those are some of the shows that we kind of want to talk about or what that means. Okay. So before we get into like the, the larger discussion of Disney plus, which we kind of began before we began recording, um, 
let's go back to like 2017 okay. or whatever it was when they started talking about like, hey, Disney Plus is going to happen. Yeah. And we're going to have like original content coming out on mm-hmm. this service. They're going to be shows versus movies. Yeah. And the conversations that people like us were having at that time when we were like, oh, cool. So they're going to start doing more than just films every yes. six months. What was your hope for Disney Plus shows coming out? Like, what did you yeah. want those shows to achieve? I think I was really excited on the Marvel front because I think when these conversations first started happening, we're right around the time of Endgame. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so I think especially when that show ended and then they started announcing at Comic-Con that summer what those were going to be, I was I was very excited. I was excited for the chance to, like, see some long form storytelling mm-hmm. take place and, and dive into some of the less prominent in the MCU, but some of my favorites. Like I was really looking forward to seeing Wanda and vision characters that I have an affinity for from the comics and seeing and knowing that the Tom King run was out, knowing house of them was out, knowing some of those things that they could do. Um, and knowing that it's just not super likely that those two characters get their own. They're movie. not going to get their own movie, but the idea of having a show really excited me. Um, some of the idea of doing, I think I, I was really excited in early 2010s with when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was coming out. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was pumped to see that, really excited for the possibility of like being able to cross into the movies and have characters be in both and build in the same way that, that comic crossovers do. And then being really disappointed when they did not. And same thing. I know you and I have talked about this before, but when the Daredevil, Jessica Jones, like Defenders run, another one that did not until now, like crossover mm-hmm. into it, there wasn't a lot of direct parallels. So I was really excited about the fact that they were bringing in a lot of these, like truly like A plus talent mm-hmm. that they would be able to probably more seamlessly have the movie level, whether that was effects of writing of, of carrying these characters over that I think was really exciting. Yeah. That they would build on each other and be in conversation instead of just existing in their own pocket. Now I have a, a follow-up question to that, but before, before I get to that follow-up question, I should say something I feel is important to just note for anybody who might be listening is that, um, we actively talked about a few minutes ago that, um, we are people who are super fans of all of this stuff. Like we love Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff. And, you know, we're just huge fans and we want the things to succeed. We want every show to be amazing. We want every movie to be amazing. This isn't Um, going to be like a CinemaSins takedown. This isn't going to be like a, what we would do differently. I think it's just literally, it's like, oh man, like has this been what we've wanted or has it missed the mark a little bit? Yeah. Um, but we do wish that each show was like the most incredible thing we've ever seen. You know, yeah. that's what we always hope for when a new show is getting ready to start. So to follow up with what you just said, do you feel now, you know, three and a half years later or whatever, that overall Disney Plus stuff has been successful in doing a lot of that different storytelling that you were hoping it would do? I would say that personally, I feel like we're kind of at like a C average. Um, I think that there has been some great stuff um, that I have really enjoyed that was exactly what I wanted it to be, Mm. Um, that I think pushed things forward, that felt like it was in conversation with the greater pieces. Um, But on that same note, there's been some other things that have either been kind of not even just completely ignored, but feel like either... 
either rushed or kind of cheapened the overall image of, of these characters or these series. And I think that has been disappointing. And I feel like the more we get, it's one of those things where it's like, the more that we get, I feel like I'm less excited with every one. Mm. Like that excitement is starting to wear off. The fatigue is starting to set in. Like I've never quite understood. I've understood the phrase superhero fatigue, but I've never quite felt it as sure. I have and like because of now the Disney Plus and Star Wars shows. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I, I would say overall, like really thinking generally and not trying to focus in too much. Um, some of the Disney Plus stuff has led to some extremely high highs for me. Yeah. Um, there have been across. Let's just let's just contain my my talking point here to just the Marvel shows. Some of the Marvel shows that have come out since WandaVision kicked it all off uh, have contained some of like my favorite moments uh, in recent MCU memory. Mm -hmm. But overall, I've definitely felt like there have been a lot of moments slash entire episodes where I have just this is not I don't understand why this was necessary yeah like why this particular thing was made um and i think it it comes down to a lot of the time to format like i yeah. kind of mentioned earlier like there are stories that you're not going to necessarily be able to or want to tell in a two hour 15 minute movie like it, you're just not going to be able to do that you know um and so i love the idea and have loved the idea of a six hour you know look into the lives and emotions of wanda post you know infinity war vision being killed by thanos in front of her eyes you know yep like an exploration of her trauma that sounds wonderful and do it in six hours versus you know two and i feel like we got that we did yeah um so I love the idea of the Disney Plus shows being able to do things that you just can't unless you come out with like some movie trilogy, yeah. you know, which is just not that's not going to happen. No, and it's it's not wise to do so. Um, but a lot of my experience with the Disney Plus shows so far has been like. I don't know that you necessarily felt like you had a really awesome story to tell. I think you just kind of wanted to play with this particular character, you know, like, yeah, it, when I look back at a show's entire eight, 10 episode run or whatever, I can think about a full two episodes where like nothing happened yeah. or it didn't go in a, a seamless direction it felt like a really jarring pivot like this is weird i don't understand what you're trying to achieve by this i know? think i think this this kind of goes to i think the problem that i kind of feel like disney and marvel is in right now in the sense where exactly we we're talking about like as as a writer as a storyteller you know as an aspiring creator myself like i want something to be born out of like passion right mm -hmm. and like the need to exist and the story to be told in this and some of these have really just felt like like content mm -hmm. for the content machine right. and not necessarily an art and that is not i'm not saying that to negate any of the work that the writers did the directors did the actors did but i feel like there's definitely 
there's some of these and I, I know this has always been what Marvel's been accused of, especially in cameos and Star Wars as well, is it's like there's some things that feel like they're only there to set up the next content engine, right? right? To set up the next thing versus just letting it exist for itself. Like when I go like I want when I see Shang-Chi, when I see the Eternals, like I don't need it to point to Galactus or Kang. Like I want it to be an emotionally like relevant experience. I want it to be something that's thoughtful and engaging and, you know, challenging and fun. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what's what's frustrating now is like a lot of these have done what you're saying where it's like it doesn't matter. Where it's like it doesn't matter to me as a human or to me as like where is this world going to go? Yeah. And and when it's not doing either, then it's just bad TV. Or sure. it's just something that I'm like, ah, this was kind of a waste. Yeah, and I appreciate the fact that there are certain shows that, you know, exist to, like, um, Hawkeye, for instance. Yeah. Hawkeye, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was fun and just very light and silly. Um, there wasn't a lot of, like, gravitas to that show, you know? And that's okay. It worked for mm-hmm. me as just a dude trying to, like live through this like sad trauma thing that he's dealing with you know I'm, I'm okay i'm cool with it that is just an exploration on hawkeye's character yeah it felt to me um but another one that uh you know and i hate to you know call out a show you know but falcon and the winter soldier existed i think like when i look back on it it existed to, to kind of give off a message you know, okay. we get a nice monologue from Anthony Mackie in the yeah. final episode, you know, and it kind of is its thesis statement mm-hmm. all wrapped up with a bow, you know, but a lot of the way that that show set up that thesis statement didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Gotcha. You know, um, that, you know, uh, you know, I really hate to say these things because it's like I, I don't want to negate, like you said, somebody's work, yeah. somebody's passion project or something. But like there was obviously with that show, it was less a like I want to mess around with this character. It was more of I have this idea of what I want to say. Gotcha. And I'm going to do it using these characters and, and whatever. And that's cool. Yeah. Super great because it moves, mm-hmm. moves things forward. You get to see Anthony Mackie messing around with, like, how does it feel to be the person that Steve chose to pass the yeah. shield? You know, that's a really great exploration, I think. Um, but some of the stuff with the Flag Smashers and, and you know, I just, what do they want? They yeah. just want to kill everybody, and I don't I don't get this. You know, it's yeah. like the, the set pieces didn't really lead up to the culminating moment for me. And so uh, sometimes I sit you know thinking back on these shows that i was excited for week Mm -hmm. by week by week and being like i i see that there was an end goal for you when you were making this show but i don't know how you got there or like somewhere along the way it just didn't translate over for me fair yeah Um, i i'm curious about two points on that one i'm really interested it's the same showrunner who did this is going to write Captain America four. Mm. So I'm really curious how much of like the Captain America four was already like set in stone or sure. pitched. And it was like, they got to basically make a prologue okay. to it. That's yeah. not really going to matter. Um, and I know you and I disagree on this. My wife and I disagree on this. I actually, I think that Falcon and the winter soldier was like a superior show than Hawkeye. Like I enjoyed it more. And I okay. think everything that you're saying, like I would rather 
if something like this is going to exist for six hours, even if it's messy, I would rather have it. And this is my own like taste and take or whatever, but it's like, I would rather have it at least try to be about something sure. in the Marvel universe than Hawkeye, which to me just felt like just messy and, and fluffed. I did not get the same, like, this is one guy dealing with his trauma, I think as much as, as you did or as I wanted to, but I'm also comparing Falcon and the Winter Soldier to nothing. And I'm comparing Hawkeye to Matt Fraction's run, which right. I, which I love mm-hmm. and seeing that kind of like, Oh wow. You took maybe the aesthetic, but not well sure. and turn it into something. Um, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like I really, I really liked, this is not going to be a Falcon and Winter Soldier pod by the way, but I really liked seeing how the world responded in the wake of like all these people coming back. Like, I think that was something that was really interesting to me and seeing, and I'm also like, I'm such a sucker for Wyatt Russell. Like, and so seeing him as, as bad cap, mm-hmm. even after he was like murdering someone, I'm still like, Oh man, like there's hope for this guy. And, and like, so. I will admit my, my flaw in that, but I, I feel like all of the pieces, even if they didn't always click in Falcon and winter soldier, I feel like it was a much more, like a stronger show okay. for me. Yeah. And, and I will like, I'm there's been times where the YouTube ad that I always get is the Disney plus ad with Falcon and winter soldier. Mm-hmm. And it's Anthony Mag like, Oh man, like it's strange picking up this shield. I'm always like, man, maybe I'll go watch this right now. And I haven't yet, which is telling, but I guess how have you rewatched any of the Disney plus shows? I've rewatched uh, most of WandaVision. Okay. Before multiverse. Or just because? Just because. Yeah. Um, I might skip over the first couple of episodes. Like, I really appreciate them, the yeah. style and all the, you know, the care that went into recreating uh, the vibe mm-hmm. of a 1950s show or yeah. whatever. But, like, overall. That's not you know, what you're there for. No. Yeah. I'll rewatch the last three episodes or so. Um, the second to last WandaVision episode, as you explore Wanda's life piece by piece, mm-hmm. that's, like, one of my favorite MCU anythings. Yeah that particular episode just like worked fired on all cylinders for me um which is like why i guess i end up so conflicted about this you know it's very difficult to like overall i would say that my feeling on disney plus shows has been largely negative or very just apathetic i would say is probably a better way of saying it i feel very apathetic toward disney plus shows right now yeah um but WandaVision kind of makes me rethink that state because I loved pieces of WandaVision so much that it kind of pulls me back in that direction. I think that's super fair. I think for me, like WandaVision and like the beginning of the Mandalorian, Mm. that was so exciting. Yeah. That was like such an exciting time that I feel like I wasn't excited for Obi-Wan. Like the first trailer dropped and I know it was there, but I was very still kind of hesitant i think especially i was not a big fan of the book of boba fett mm-hmm. and um like you know i have boba fett on my keychain i have boba fett ship upstairs i'm i'm very into the idea but it's not in that show but then you know star wars celebration they know what they're doing because star wars celebration was going on and they announced that obi-wan kenobi was dropping a night earlier and i messaged you right away and like my wife and i we watched it that night like it worked i was like oh man i guess i'm really excited for obi-wan kenobi now Mm -hmm. and we watched episode we watched like revenge of the sith we watched a new hope like lady got to it 
And a week before I was feeling that same apathy. And now, now we're back at it. Like we're now over midway through Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I feel like both you and I, the reason we're having this talk, like let's be honest, is because of that show. Right. Is because of feeling a bit of fatigue is because of, I think feeling the content engine and not the story engine. Yeah. Dang. That's our, I think that's our episode title. Content engine versus story engine. Sure. A, yeah. I like it. A Disney plus state of the union. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I want to love everything that Disney Plus puts out. I really do. Um, I want it to be special, especially because they get the chance to tell a story in multiple hours versus one self-contained movie yeah. that has to like wrap up most story threads. You know, um, it's just like I have a lot of trouble with these shows right now because, uh, like for instance, Kenobi is a total of six episodes. You know, probably to equaling around six hours, yeah. maybe a little less. Um, but feeling like this show is only six episodes long, but two of them aren't super necessary, you know, and like, or it's so far, you know, or any of, of it, like, is any of this necessary? Yeah. Or, and it's like, yeah. you know, and I know I don't want this conversation to turn into like grumble, grumble. Kenobi is not what I want it to be. Yeah. You know, but it's it's brutal when as we were saying earlier you made a point about moon knight which we both really enjoyed yeah moon knight is another one that is like right on the top of the list for us but moon knight's ending was like real quick mm -hmm. like it was just over with a lot of questions like you know at loki told us that season two was coming yeah like during the credits yes you know but moon knight we still have no idea if they're ever going to make another one again mm -hmm. like maybe that was a one and done who knows um but we ended the last episode of moon knight with a ton of questions like well maybe moon knight could have used another episode yeah you know and just like dragged a little bit of it out a little more answer a few more questions just kind of like tighten it um so it's tricky feeling like some shows like you need to cut out a couple episodes and some shows need more. You know? Could use a little more. It could yeah. go a little longer. I completely agree. And I feel like it's weird having to turn my head that fast. Yeah. You know, it's it's really interesting. I'm curious to see how much of it. And I, I what I hate about these conversations and what I hate about just what they have done to our brains is it's like, I really wish we could talk about these things as like individuals, like you would another TV show, mm -hmm. but like you can't. Cause then at the same time, you're like, I wonder if the Khonshu like, and other gods are going to show up in Thor. Like, yeah. and it's just like, we're so broken that way where it's like, oh man, like, I like, yeah, I want a season two. Cause I want to know if Moon Knight's going to show up again, or if this is one and done. And this was some weird experiment they did. And, and I, I feel like it makes it hard to, talk about these things as complete pieces. Yeah. And I feel like multiverse of madness really showed that with WandaVision. I still think you can enjoy WandaVision for what it is and by itself and have it wrapped up and just kind of exist. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it turns into something else in a way that like sequels have never necessarily been able to before, you know, it can, it can negate a lot of what you experience. Right. And so I feel like there's other elements where it's like, when you have a character like Yelena from the black widow movie who then shows up in Hawkeye, like she's great. She's yeah. awesome. And it's fun seeing that character continue over and like being under a different writer or team can go. 
but then I feel like you see Wanda and it, it, you know, that same whiplash is there. Yeah. And I just, I'm curious to see what that's like. Obviously this is the future of movies and TV shows. Like these are not going anywhere. Um, and I don't want them to, like, I want to enjoy them. I want them to be fun and exciting, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a challenge. And I feel like it's one of those things too. One of the things that we liked about Moon Knight was it wasn't about itself, right? Like it wasn't about other Marvel properties. I think that was the biggest issue with Hawkeye for me is like, it was about four things in the sense of like, it was about Hawkeye's journey from Endgame. It was about Yelena's journey from the credits of Black Widow. Like mm-hmm. it was introducing Haley Steinfeld's character. And then it ended up being about, look, Kingpin's here too. Yeah. Like that was and a lot. And Echo set up. And Echo. And Echo was set up. Like that's yeah. that's so much going on. That is. Versus Moon Knight, which got to be there in something that I know you and I have been very vocal about is is Star Wars. And I don't I don't need anything else set between episodes three and four. Yeah. Like, I get it. I've I have read my whole life I have played video games, read books, and now seen one, two Two movies, two TV shows, and two, three video games, like, set during that time period. Sure. Like, and and that's not even counting the comic series that constantly reference it. Like, we know what happens. We know, we also know what Darth Vader ends up doing. We also know where Obi-Wan Kenobi goes. And so I feel like I'm ready for Star Wars to be able to go beyond itself and go beyond those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond Tatooine. Go beyond tattooing. That's something that I have not been able to stop talking about. And it it makes unfortunate sense for a TV show, for multiple TV shows, to use the same planet and set mm-hmm. again and again. But we need to move on. Like I have tattooing fatigue. You don't get to say in one show, like what what's the what's the Luke Skywalker line? Well, if there's a center of the universe, you're on the planet, like the furthest from it. And then every single important thing happens on Tatooine. Yeah. It's like the most important planet in the entire galaxy. You also don't get to have Luke say like to, to old Ben Kenobi, like you were a Jedi. Wow. And then have a Jedi murdered and strung up in the streets. Mm. <laughs> like I don't, there's some things that just, you don't get to have them be super mysterious and super prominent all at once. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Let's but not get grumble hand, grumble. I mean, we're only one episode in, but Miss Marvel has been very refreshing. I'm very so excited. Far. You've checked that out. I have not. Big yeah. fan of Miss Marvel. And I have not been disappointed by a Miss Marvel appearance yet. Mm. She was one of the saving graces of the uh, Avengers Square Enix game that came out a few a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. That seems very fresh. Yeah. Very tonally different that's from cool. a lot of other things. And that's great. I love it. Yeah. Let's keep it up, Miss Marvel, because right now I'm like, <laughs> burn it all down. Um, I Let's talk about some positives, though. I'm a big fan of the fact that at California Adventure, Disney Avengers Campus, mm. um, they have a rotating door of Disney Plus Avengers characters that show up. Yeah, I think that's, that's cool. super cool and awesome. And they yeah. change their costume based on what just happened in the show that week. Like, yeah, that's super let, neat. let's keep up that synergy. Mm-hmm. Love it. Here for it. Um, Boba Fett and Fennec Shand are now wandering the streets of uh, Galaxy's Edge, which is kind of breaking 
the timeline unless Boba Fett and Finnick Shand <laughs> just there's a big possibility that they could live 30 more years yeah that's totally fine she's half cyborg now he's he's obviously taking a bakta bath every night yeah like they could exist and just be on batu somehow but cody's eye is twitching as he tries to justify these things i saw the picture of them and i was like oh man like this is super weird and it could exist and they could just like cool let them meet ray yeah let them meet kylo ren let them exist i also feel like disney is really kicking themselves for making galaxy's edge like sequel centric right and making one of the coolest rides that's ever existed you haven't been on rise of the resistance yet have you oh man it's so good it's so good and it's one of those things where like i feel like it's always like one announcement away from being we're actually reskinning this to uh to the disney plus shows and changing and they could do it very easily they could but um disney plus man i like it i hate it I like so far. I like the idea of Disney Plus more than I think I've enjoyed a lot of the the actual production of it. You know um, what I do love though on Disney Plus? Mm. Encanto. I'm a big Encanto fan, really. I still haven't seen it. You've not seen it? No, Don't so you teach choir? Is, yeah. So the thing is, uh, I know that the Bruno song is gonna be like this year's Into the Unknown mm. or Let It Go or whatever. Like, there's yeah. always one, you know, that like every kid knows and won't stop. So there was a time where like right in the middle of the year when that that movie was at its most massive. Yeah. uh, I was giving my kids a movie day so I could work on some stuff in my office and that's what they wanted to watch. And so in my classroom one day I played that movie four times and I didn't watch it. I'm really impressed at how bad a teacher you are. It's just like I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure the music's incredible. And when I watch it, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, how did I like wait this long? But not having the bruno song stuck in my head every is single worth day it of the whole year to not like, see it. Yeah, yeah like into the unknown dude like i still when that song comes on i get like i have a reaction yeah. to it like i get like frustrated almost you just poop instantly. your pants yeah it's crazy it's i've weird. seen him it's do just, it the floodgates open and <laughs> it's just it's wherever i am i gotta go home oh take man shower. um i turning red was good turning i was about to say like we haven't talked like all of the nerd shows aside like Turn, some of their movie drops have been really cool yeah. and getting to see those, especially during the like peak pandemic lockdown, mm-hmm. uh, getting to see onward, getting to see soul, getting to see turning red yeah. Luca. Like I've, I have enjoyed all of them yeah. some to different degrees, but it's like, there's not really been a major, major miss for me in regards to their animated front. So I yeah. definitely feel like we're seeing another kind of new, like, legacy of of disney animated and pixar animated yeah um so i'm i'm very like okay for them to keep that coming i hope that trend keeps up yeah i think overall we are both so glad that disney plus exists yeah like it's such a cool idea um and soon we'll be able to pay for it with our kidneys yeah. so it'll be great yeah i just i want them to keep putting out stuff but put out stuff that's like really high caliber yeah like, and it matters you yes. know that it, it's not like you were saying earlier it's it's not like a, a comic book tie-in that's yeah not super necessary like one thing i know you critiqued about multiverse of madness is that you know you and i adored wandavision so much and this is you know it puts wanda in a certain place and then multiverse of madness almost like pivots in a weird yeah. direction and you know i remember you said something like if I was the writer of WandaVision, I would be really upset, you know, and 
I, I really get that. Yeah. I really think that that's fair. So, yeah, keep telling awesome stories on Disney Plus, but you know, make sure that it really. We're we're gonna eat our words in like three weeks when we see Gore the God Butcher. The opening scene is him just ripping up the hippo god. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just oh, oh my, my god, god dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, on that note, um, read comics, uh, watch TV shows, uh, leave us a rating. We're glad yeah. you're here, Arby's. If you're listening, uh, drop us drop us a line. Immortalxfriends yeah. at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and tell us what your Arby's order is. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll try it. Maybe Cody's never had I've it. I've never had Arby's, so that's that's this week's theme. Tell us your Arby's order. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.